welcome to Wellness Your Way. I'm your host, Megan Lyons, and I've helped thousands of people find their own way to wellness. Wellness Your Way is an extension of that work, aimed to help you find your unique path to feeling your very best. Each week, we'll go through tactical strategies you can use to improve your health, happiness, and quality of life. So grab a mug of tea or lace up your walking shoes. We're about to dive in. Hello there, my friends, and welcome back to episode 108 of Wellness Your Way. I know you're very busy at this time of year, so I'm going to get right to the point today. I have a really powerful study about sleep to share with you, and then I'm going to talk about something that has kept my immune system going strong for over a year, and I'm going to go into all the details about an important supplement that benefits our heart health, inflammation, brain health, and so much more. And you do not want to miss the end of this podcast episode because I'm sharing a one-time offer that will absolutely knock your socks off in the best way possible. So if you're as excited as I am, you're probably doing a little dance at the moment, which is awesome. Let's go ahead and dive on in. Okay, friends, if you, like me, find yourself skimping a little bit on sleep as the days get fuller and the season gets busier, you do not want to sleep on this section. Do you get it? I know. I'm punny today. This study is was published by the University College London on October 19th, 2022, and it investigated the relationship between sleep deprivation chronic disease, and longevity. And the results were just staggering. This study was done on Whitehall 2 cohort data. It studied 7,000 men and women for 25 years, and they showed that people who are getting five hours of sleep or less per night consistently at age 50, so they were sleeping five hours or less when they were 50 years old, they were 20% more likely to have already been diagnosed with a chronic disease, and then they were 40% more likely to be diagnosed with two or more chronic diseases over the next 25 years. They also had a 25% increased risk of mortality from all causes over the next 25 years. And this was compared to people who got seven-ish hours of sleep. So if you're getting five or less, at age 50, and you are following the patterns represented by this study, you're 20% more likely to already have a chronic disease, 40% more likely to be diagnosed with two or more chronic diseases in the next 25 years, and 25% more likely to die from all causes versus people who are sleeping seven hours a night, which is just one more reason to prioritize sleep. I know you have things to fill 28 hours in the day or 128 hours in the day. And I know that if you're like me, sleep sometimes feels unproductive or uh, boring or something like that. But sleep is amazing, not only for how we feel on a day-to-day basis, which I know you can understand how you just don't feel optimal if you've gotten that five or less, or or for many of us, six or less, or maybe seven or less hours of sleep, but for your longevity as well. Now, interestingly, this study found that you can sleep too much as well. So in healthy people, 
those who slept more than nine hours per night on average had no increased or decreased risk. So if you were already healthy and you just like to sleep a lot, that's fine. But in people who already had a chronic condition and then they slept nine or more hours per night, they that was associated with a 35% increased likelihood of developing another illness. Now, my suspicion here is that the data is a little bit confounded because you may be sleeping a lot because of the severity of your disease. That's why this association only holds in people who are already sick. But it's never a, a bad idea to check out your sleep hygiene with a nutritionist, health coach, some other practitioner. If you find you need excessive sleep on a regular basis, um, or on the opposite end of the spectrum, if you need some help prioritizing your sleep and working on your sleep hygiene so that you're able to sleep and things like that, then of course, someone like me or another practitioner can help. We talk a lot about this in my Revitalized Health Accelerator, which I have a huge offer for at the end of this podcast. So stay tuned. But for now, I will link to the study in the show notes. All right, friends, it's time for Megan Recommends. And if you have not gotten hooked on propolis throat spray yet, tis the season, and now is your time. I started using the propolis throat spray from Beekeepers Naturals a few times a week or so back in November of 2021. And despite lots of plane travel and conferences and encounters with sick kids in my office and presenting to large groups and being in group fitness classes multiple times per week and all of this kind of stuff, knock on wood, I haven't been sick. And of course, a ton of our immunity comes down to how we're taking care of our bodies with our nutrition and our sleep and our exercise and all of that. That is the foundation. That is the most important. But I appreciate the extra benefit from the Beekeepers Naturals throat spray. The main ingredient in the throat spray is bee propolis which bees, like honeybees, use to line their hives, actually, to keep pathogens out. Pretty cool. And it turns out our bodies can use it to strengthen our immune systems, to soothe scratchy throats, to combat free radical damage, which causes inflammation. It's very natural, and it's very helpful, which is why I love it. It's super simple. You just spray four spritzes on your throat, in the back of your throat, as often as you want, and you just enjoy the immune-boosting benefits. I have a discount code for you, which is huge. It is the lion's share. So T-H-E-L-Y-O-N-S-S-H-A-R-E. I'll link that in the show notes and put the discount there. If you want to buy yourself something that's going to uh, pay off significantly, I hope you'll choose the Beekeepers Naturals throat spray, and I hope you enjoy. All right, it's time for the veggies of the matter. And when people ask me which supplements they should take, the answer, of course, is it depends. It depends on their goals and their unique biochemistry and their lifestyle and their dietary intake and so much more. But there are three supplements that I recommend to almost everyone. And I already have a podcast episode on magnesium and I already have a podcast episode on probiotics. So that's not what I'm talking about today. It's time for the third. And today we're talking about the benefits of fish oil. I'm sure you've heard of fish oil before. Maybe you've even taken it, but if you don't know why or you're not convinced yet, listen up. 
we're going to start with some important information on what fish oil actually is or what the components of fish oil are that are important. And these are omega-3 fatty acids. Now, you may have heard of omega-3 fatty acids. You may have even heard of omega-6 fatty acids, and you may think that omega-6 are the bad, in quotes, kind. And this is not entirely true. We need both as well as omega-9s, we need at least a a solid amount of omega-3s and omega-6s. The problem is that the average American gets far more omega-6s than they need, and we don't get enough omega-3s, so we're off balance. Now, omega-6s, the kind that we already have enough of, they come from foods like walnuts and tofu and hemp seeds and eggs and almonds. And you may be thinking like, that's weird. I don't need a ton of these. So why am I so high in omega-6s? Here's the kicker. That's the the natural. Those are the natural sources of omega-6s, but omega-6s are also found in man-made forms in processed and packaged foods and low-quality oils. And that's the crux of the issue. That's why most Americans are high in omega-6s because we're consuming this processed and packaged food. In fact, The research shows that the best ratio of six to three, omega-6 to omega-3, for us to intake from our diet is about one to one or maybe up to four to one. We might be able to do well with as much as four times the omega-6 versus omega-3. So that seems like a lot until you hear that the average American consumes about 15 to one to 17 to one. So that's pretty dramatic, and that's the root of a lot of our health issues. And fish oil, which is rich in omega-3s, this can help us reverse that imbalance. So here are some of the benefits of omega-3s. And for all of these benefits, I have linked to uh, peer-reviewed studies from PubMed and other sources, other uh, well-esteemed academic journals in the blog post that I wrote about fish oil for this week. So if you want to look into the studies or further information, go on down to the show notes, click that link for the blog post. All of those studies will be linked there. But today on the podcast, I'm just going to give you the highlights. Number one benefit is reduced risk of heart attack. Increased intake of omega-3s is associated with lower risk of heart attack and cardiac-related death, according, according to some really large studies. So reduced risk of heart attack. Number two, increased longevity. There's a really interesting study that showed that people whose blood percentages of omega-3s were higher lived almost five years longer than those with the lowest percentage of omega-3s. The omega-3 levels were just as predictive of longevity as the standard risk factors, which were age and sex and cholesterol and blood pressure and diabetes. All of this um, we already associate with increased or decreased risk of uh, uh, mortality or increased or decreased longevity, but the intake or the presence of omega-3 fatty acids in the blood was just as indicative of longevity as any of these, which is really crazy. Third benefit is reduced triglycerides. So if your nutritionist, doctor, practitioner, other person has told you that your triglycerides are a bit high, fish oil has been shown to help reduce triglycerides. Even the American Heart Association, which is traditionally a bit slow on these things, they recommend taking EPA and DHA, which are omega-3 fatty acids, to lower triglycerides. Next benefit is improved insulin sensitivity. So if you've heard my blood sugar masterclass, then you know insulin sensitivity is really important for 
our risk of diabetes and overall health. If you haven't heard that blood sugar masterclass, I'll go ahead and post the link where you can access it for free in the show notes. You are welcome. But for today's purposes, um, just know that fish oil has been associated with increased insulin sensitivity, which is uh, indicative of less risk for diabetes. And that's really great. (laughs) Next benefit is reduced chronic inflammation. Omega-3s help us build the precursors to anti-inflammatory components. Um, So if you have inflammation, if you have a high HSCRP on your blood work, or you feel inflammation, or you just know that inflammation is at the root of all these chronic conditions, this is a really big motivator to reduce inflammation. Next benefit is reduced blood pressure. Increasing our omega-3 intake can lead to modest reductions in blood pressure just by the supplement alone. Uh, Reduced risk of cardiovascular disease overall. I lightly touched on this above, but one particular study or before, not above, uh, one particular study showed that people with the highest omega-3 levels had 39% lower risk of cardiovascular disease overall, which is amazing. And then finally, reduced risk of dementia, Alzheimer's, other neurodegenerative conditions. And the research on this is still ongoing. Um, So I always like to be clear when when science isn't completely definitive yet. There's no research that I've seen that shows detriment on brain health for sure. Uh, But there have been studies that have shown that there was not a decreased risk of uh, dementia or Alzheimer's or something. So there was no benefit on, on brain health in particular. And that's counteracted by many studies, which do show benefits. So I say um, there's a very likely benefit for brain health and, and risk of neurodegenerative conditions, but we can't be conclusive on this yet. All right. So all those benefits from reducing inflammation to Um, blood pressure to triglycerides and heart attack risk and all of this kind of stuff. So how do we even get omega-3s? Well, first let's talk about the three main omega-3 fatty acids. You might've heard of EPA and DHA. If you have fish oil at home, you probably turn over the package and you see, hopefully you see some EPA and DHA. Those are two of the most beneficial forms of omega-3. So EPA and DHA, we really want for our heart, our brain, our eyes, our skin, like all of this good stuff. We want the EPA and DHA. Now there's a third one, which is called ALA. And ALA is from plant-based sources versus EPA and DHA are primarily from animal sources, which we'll talk about. The ALA can be converted into the usable stuff. It it converts into EPA and then DHA, but the conversion is really inefficient. So we lose a lot. It takes a ton of ALA to get the EPA and DHA that you want. So if you do consume animal sources, you're much better off um, uh, taking the, the EPA and DHA directly. If you don't consume animal sources at all, and you're not willing to take a fish oil supplement, then ALA is a a stand-in that is going to give you some benefit for sure. But if you do consume uh, animal sources, then the EPA and DHA are more efficient. So where do we get those? Fish is the short answer. Fish and seafood. Some of the highest sources of fish are mackerel um, and salmon. Both of those are incredibly high in omega-3s. I like to get my wild-caught salmon from ButcherBox, so I'll post a discount link to that in the show notes if you want some high-quality salmon delivered to your doorstep. They have really great salmon burgers. They have individually frozen 
um, salmon fillets, all good quality, things like that. There are also great omega-3s in herring and sardines and caviar and oysters. Lots of different types of seafood have good omega-3 content. And then given what I just said about plant-based sources, it's less efficient to get our omega-3s from these sources, but some of the plant-based sources are chia seeds, hemp seeds, flax seeds, walnuts, even some vegetables like Brussels sprouts have high plant-based omega-3 sources. So we want to load up on all of those. And if you're consuming multiple servings of high quality fish, like I'm saying three or more servings of high quality fish per week, every week, then you probably don't need a fish oil supplement. If you're not though, or if you're like me in some weeks, you do consume three or more servings of fish per week, but you still just hear those benefits that we talked about. And you're like, I want those benefits no matter what. So I do consume a fish oil supplement. And um, if you want to join me, then I'm going to tell you what to look at when you're choosing a fish oil supplement. First, we want at least 500 milligrams of EPA and DHA. Don't look at the total omega-3 content because that can be misleading because of the conversion of ALA to the other ones. So we want 500 milligrams from EPA and DHA. If you're consuming, if you're willing to consume a product from an animal source, 500 or more milligrams, we want some practices to minimize the mercury content because some fish do have high mercury and we obviously don't want to be putting mercury in our body on a daily basis. So a lot of the good companies out there will use sustainable practices that will reduce the level of mercury and do good quality testing and things like that. So the two that I will recommend, which I'll link in the show notes to this, they use really good sources. Keon uses cold-pressed anchovies as a source which naturally minimizes mercury. And Carlson uses a variety of fish, um, but uses deep cold water fish to reduce the mercury and they use sustainable sourcing practices and all of this. So we really do want to investigate some of those practices. Third thing we want to look at is that it's in an opaque bottle. So fish oil can be damaged and oxidized by sunlight exposure. So we want it to be not in a see-through bottle. We want it to be in a bottle that doesn't let sunlight through so that it retains the quality. And then finally, no other junky ingredients. There will almost always be some other ingredients like tocopherols can help stabilize. Keon uses rosemary extract and astaxanthin, which are good stabilizers for the fish oil. Those things are fine, but if it's like a bunch of chemical sounding ingredients, we want to choose another option. When do you take fish oil? Any time of the day. Uh, Some research would say that it's a little bit better absorbed with food. So optimally you take it with food, but the difference is relatively minimal. So if you don't take it with food, that's okay. Who should not take fish oil? The only people I can really think of are, uh, well, people with a fish allergy. I guess that one's pretty obvious, Uh, but if you do have a fish allergy, don't take fish oil. Uh, And other than that, if you're on blood thinners, if you're on a blood thinner medication, talk to your doctor before taking the fish oil. So like I said, my two top recommendations are Keon and Carlson. Carlson used to be my recommendation before Keon came out with their product, but I love so many of Keon's supplements and this one in particular, they do a great job with. So both of those uh, are my recommendations. I'll post a link to the Keon and you can use code LIONS, L-Y-O-N-S for a discount there. And then I'll just post an Amazon link to the Carlson if you want to get that one instead. 
And I think that's a bit about all I have to say about fish oil. I will just say, I'm about to give you a super great offer in 30 seconds or less, but fish oil is one of the dozens of supplements I review and debunk and unpack and go through for members of my Revitalized Health Accelerator. So if you're looking for a start in January and you want a step-by-step proven formula to improve your overall health, I really hope you'll join us. But that's it for fish oil today. Hope that helped. You can again find that blog post in the link in the show notes. And here's a big announcement. All right, my friends, we're wrapping up. But before we do, I have a huge announcement. Now, I know because you're listening to this podcast that you're interested in your health and that you know a lot more than the average person about health, which is amazing. But I also know that if you're taking in all of this information and you're doing the 89 million other things that you do in your very full life, it can feel really hard to figure out which parts to actually implement to get the best results. Am I right? Yes, I know many of you are nodding along with me. And by now you've probably surely heard me talk about the Revitalized Health Accelerator, which is honestly my best work combined in a step-by-step supported health program. It walks you through every bit of the nutrition and health information that will actually make a difference to the way you feel. And it teaches you the strategies you need to finally implement what you know. And I am there to walk you through every up and down, to answer every question and to cheer you on the whole entire way. And up until now, Revitalized membership did not come with any one-to-one sessions with me. I have reserved those for only my one-to-one clients. And this was by design because you have everything you need in the program. And I'm there with you twice per week with the group to give you support and answer questions. But I'm feeling super generous this holiday season. And so I'm creating a one-time only, I will not offer this again, Black Friday offer that honestly is going to knock your socks off. Not only do you get a full year membership to revitalize starting in January, but you also get a one-to-one goal-setting strategy session with me to be sure you have exactly what you need to get started with revitalize, that your goals are reasonable, that they are motivating to you and that you have what you need to achieve them and maximize your results. And then you get another one-to-one midpoint refocus session with me to make sure you're continuing your progress. I won't let you fall off track. We'll problem solve any issues that arise. All of this I'm including in the Black Friday offer for free, which is over a $300 value. And this offer is only going to be available for Black Friday. The full year membership for people who join Revitalize with this Black Friday offer is going to start at the beginning of January. So if you're ready to commit to some real science-backed health strategies that are presented in a positive and empowering way, I really hope you'll get excited to join us. The best way to reserve your spot for this offer is to be sure you're on my newsletter, which I'll link in the show notes, because those people are going to get early access to the offer starting in just a few days on November 20th, 2022, and the offer only lasts a week. That's it. So don't forget, set a calendar reminder for yourself. 
Stay tuned to your emails to get access to join. I really can't wait to have you friends. That's it for today's episode. I hope you have an amazing week and I'll be back with you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of Wellness Your Way with Megan Lyons. I always love connecting with listeners, so be sure to follow me on social media. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss brand new episodes each week. If you love Wellness Your Way, please leave us a rating and review. I appreciate it so much. Stay well, and I'll be back next week. The Wellness Your Way podcast is provided for information only and should not be misconstrued as medical advice. Please consult with your physician or otherwise qualified practitioner on any matters regarding your health and well-being or on any opinions expressed within this podcast or the Lion Share 